All Welcome right. back, guys, to Baby Got Sex. Welcome back. We're here <gasps> for another week of a uh, thriller book. Yeah. Yeah. This this month has, I feel like, a lot of... I mean, we did the one romance, but then Finley, yeah, Donovan, Finley. was kind of the mystery yeah. suspense. That was a good transition from a romance into a romance mystery into a mystery thriller. This was quite the thriller book. It was really suspenseful, I will say. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> this week we read The Family Game by Catherine Steedman. Steedman, Steedman, something like that. Steedman. Sorry if I'm not that. I did not look up was whether this was her first novel or not. I don't think it's her debut. But well, I don't know what else she has written. Good thing I've got my technology right next to me and I can go into Goodreads and pull up this bad boy and take a look um she's oh she's written something in the water I've seen that one the cover of that one looks familiar okay um the disappearing act Mr. Nobody also looks familiar sounds familiar Oh, yeah, that does look familiar. Yeah, that cover looks familiar. She's got, well, it says Stockholm, and then it says Getaway Number 3. So is is there more books to the cover? Yes, but it looks like like Something in the Water was her biggest one that had Mm. over 177,000 ratings, and the other ones don't even hit 50,000. So, yes. Well, this one was... A book of the month pick, I think, from October. Yes, this book came out October 18th, 2022. This is her latest book. Mm -hmm. Her first one was in 2018. Okay, she's been around a little bit. A little bit. I've seen her books in uh, Target. Mm. Okay. That's where I've seen them from. Would you like to read the synopsis? Yes, I can. Harriet Reed, a novelist on the brink of literary stardom, is newly engaged to Edward Holbeck, the heir of a powerful family. And though Edward has long tried to sever ties with them, news of the couple's intimate marital bliss has the Holbecks inching back into their lives. As Harriet is drawn into their lavish world, the family seems perfectly welcoming. So when Edward's father, Robert, hands Harriet a tape of a book he's been working on, she's eager to listen. But as she presses play, it's clear that this isn't just a novel, it's a confession. A confession to a grisly crime, a murder, and suddenly the game is in motion. Feeling isolated and confused, Harriet must work out if this is part of a plan to test her loyalty or something far darker. What is it that Robert sees in her? Why give her the power to destroy everything? This might be a game to the Holbeck family, but for Harriet, losing might prove deadly. Dun, dun, dun. I thought... ratings. <laughs> yes, so I gave it a four because... Mm-hmm. It really kept me on my toes because I didn't mm-hmm. know how it was going to end. Yeah. And how intense Catherine makes this prominent family seem like with the elaborate games and everything like that. I mm-hmm. I really liked the writing style. Mm-hmm. You could really like feel like you were there. I did like her writing style. Now I gave it a three. At I... first I gave it a four. And And I had time to process. I did see that. And I would like to get into that. Gave it a three. My first, I literally wrote boring, but kept me reading. Oh, 
Okay. Because not much happens. It did but take yet me a, a while. A lot of things happen. It took me a while to get into it. That's what I also put yes. well paced, but yet dragged on in some cases. Okay. And my biggest pet peeve was why didn't she just fucking listen to the whole tape at one time? Just <laughs> just fucking do it. Why didn't you just listen to the whole fucking tape? Yeah. Oh, it was so frustrating. I was like, just listen to the whole thing. It probably says something. And it did. And if she just listened to it sooner. Yes. The <laughs> twist with Edward, I thought was a good one. I honestly was not expecting that. I'm still confused. <laughs> Why? He, was it? I, I put, didn't see twist coming, but it's because I it didn't make sense. So I didn't think of it. <laughs> I definitely thought it made more sense for Robert to yeah. be the bad guy. Yeah. Because of being like the head of the mm-hmm. household, kind of. I wish it was either more implied it wasn't Robert or have it be at the end the whole family didn't know it was Edward. Okay. Like if they didn't know why everything was happening thought maybe just someone was trying to like get at the family for some reason through like the people they yeah that would have been a good one I wanted something more out of the nanny because she was literally there just to like I I guess just like yeah your theory is a little more correct and then literally went away it's like we could have gotten so much more information about her like it also something sketch it really bugged me one fiona pissed me right off at the end two i don't understand like i i kind of understand i don't understand why edward didn't say anything to harriet about bobby why he never told her who bobby was yeah it wouldn't have been suspicious withheld knowledge yeah he literally could have just said, hey, I had an older brother. He passed away. I don't like the family's still it. sore about it. We don't really talk about it. That's and it. That literally could have just been it. Yeah. And, oh, and Harry's past was oh so God. anticlimactic. <laughs> it was I thought good, it was going to be something way bigger. Well, it was good, but it didn't need to, like, every time, but I have my secret. Okay, what is yeah. your secret? Yeah, it in my head it built up to be something much more than she decided to kill yeah. the yeah. drunk driver who crashed into her car as a child. Which yeah. in a child's head, I mean, she wasn't like terribly young. But she was like eleven. She was eleven. But in eleven years' mind, I can see why she made the decision. Like I wouldn't be appalled. No. Like you and just like, saw your parents. Cr- yeah. Yeah. And so every time she's like a secret, I was like, oh. She murdered someone. But no, well, she, and she made a childish I mean, decision. Well, she, I mean, she did murder someone. Mm, yeah, but like. But not like stabbed ugh. them kind of thing. Yeah, not I in guess, gruesome, terrible way. I guess we've really thought. just went to the end, kind we of. Really did. Well, I mean, most of this book is build up. It is build up. Very so, mundane build up to. Yeah, so Harriet <laughs> and Edward meet. Um, Harriet is a 
novelist. She came out with her first debut book and it was a bestseller. It was huge. She sold over a million copies. She moved from the UK to the United States to be with Edward, who she met at a, it was at a, uh, like the Natural Uh, Museum, but it was for, it was for a work function. Mm -hmm. And then she's trying to write this second book and she's starting to hit the deadline. So she's kind of panicking and she doesn't like big grand gestures. So what does Edward do? Proposed to her while uh, ice skating at the Rockefeller tree, like the giant 80 foot Christmas tree while people are great grandmother, great grandmother or just grandmother's Mitzi's ring. Love it. Uh, Great grandma's. She's never met his family and she doesn't really have family. So, no, her parents died in a car crash, uh, which we kind of, yeah, kind of (laughs) said already. It was a drunk driver. The secret that Harriet has is she was so mad that she lit the car on fire and killed the man that was inside of it. He was in the back of the car, survived. Although he was, the man that hit them was a horrible person. Like, horrible, horrible man. Yeah. He but, had, like, then her she's like, but this. I didn't know all of that when I decided to kill him. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I'm like, well, yeah. whatever. I mean, <laughs> you kill him. Matt, what are you going to do? Um, And then, yeah, what are you going to do? Kill him? Yeah, yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, And then that's, that reminds me of the TikTok of that one where it's like, he's just a guy. Hit him with your car. Car. <laughs> I love it. So then. She's like, well, I think we should meet them. And she's been starting to get sick, which I clearly knew something was up. It was, was so up. obvious. It really, it really was obvious. <laughs> uh, she's pregnant. Shocker. Yeah. And uh, so she starts meeting the family. Family's very wealthy. Very like wealthy. billions and billions of dollars wealthy. Mm-hmm. And she's starting to realize that they like are very high society and they do things like really differently than she's used to. And it mm-hmm. just seems like a lot for her. And Edward, he's always portrayed as the good guy in the sense of he's never like, we need to do this. We need to meet them. He's always like, if you want to go, we will go. Yeah. You tell me when we're going to go. He has he kind of a supportive. falling out with his father because he's the oldest in the family. And so it was assumed that. Yeah, <laughs> he would take was, over the business. There was Bobby. There was Bobby. But um, he didn't want to take over the family business. He wanted to try and do something on his own and build up anew. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of assumed that that's why there's a strain between Edward and the dad and why he doesn't mm-hmm. show up to family functions really anymore. Yeah. And the family, once they meet Harry, kind of pull her aside like, hey, like, we're so happy you guys are together. But we really want Edward back in the family. And so, you know, I feel like this is a good excuse to like have you guys start joining back and getting back into like the family traditions. And it's around the holidays. Yeah. Um, the first visit is on Thanksgiving that Harry didn't realize was Thanksgiving because she's British. So she didn't really think when she's invited to dinner, she's like, oh, it's just the dinner. No, Thanksgiving I know. Dinner. <laughs> I know. He's like, do you know what the day is? She's like, I don't know, Thursday. Oh, Thursday. <laughs> He's like, it's Thanksgiving. She's like, oh, crap. Yeah. 
and so then she meets the family. Everyone's very nice and cordial with her. She she seems to really like them. She really takes a hit with Robert, which is the dad. Oh my God. And she's oh. got this like weird like the weird attraction. Yeah. She's always like, oh, maybe it's just because I'm pregnant. It's the hormones, or like, oh, it's because he look. He reminds me. He looks just like Edward, and that's why. So yeah, it's like, and why then you keep mentioning it. Like when they're in the car. And they're making out, and she's like, "Oh, the lines, the lines blurred between Robert and Edward." I'm I like, know I shouldn't oh. be thinking about him, but I am. It's like, I'm like um, oh, n- oh, not no. thinking of his dad. No. <laughs> so then, on Thanksgiving, he pulls her aside and gives her a cassette and wants her to read it or listen to it. And, and he's like, "Oh, you're a writer. I I talk the story out. Want want your opinion on it? Whatever." Come to find out, that's the confession. <laughs> Um, of all the people that are have been murdered and they all connect so the first one was bobby bobby was Mm -hmm. the oldest son who committed suicide originally edward told harriet that he had a drug interaction between adderall and something else and that's what killed him but really he jumped out of a window um, and just happened to also have those drug interactions Yes. Then, Um, then there was his girlfriend girlfriend. Lucy. Mm -hmm. Lucy was there the day that he died, and just knew too much. Yeah. And then her friend. I know. I'm really trying. You know, you would think with all the tabbies that I own, I would tab things. Mm -hmm. But the frustrating part about this was the cassette was like side A, side B. Yes. Like part one, part two. So she yes. listened to it in parts. She'd listen to the first part and then stop and then listen to the second part like a week later. And so like the second part is where like confession starts to kind of happen and it kind of hints that he killed someone. And she's like, I must figure it out who it is. She goes on this whole thing to try to figure out what it is. And then she you. listens to part three and it just says the name. Like if you just listen yeah. to the next part he would he literally says first and last names of everybody she really gets into it okay so there's lucy probe probus 2002 which was um bobby's girlfriend who mm-hmm. was there that night and bobby also passed in 2002 i believe mm-hmm. then there's allison montgomery 2003 gianna i'm gonna butcher that last name skakia 2004 uh eliza Masri 2020 and then Melissa Brown 2021 and then she's just like oh my god like Melissa that was 2021's around the time that like I met Edward yeah and so then there's a gap of 16 years between the two sprees and she can't help but wonder if Robert like why he would kill all these people like if they got too close some of them were Edward's girlfriends so she's like well one was Bobby's girlfriend, one was Edward's girlfriend, one was the sister's girlfriend. Yes. I don't We learn all this in like the third, fourth of the book. Yeah, we learn We've about this at like two at page two ten, and this book goes to like three ten. <laughs> so like in the last one hundred pages. So then yeah. we learn that this family really likes games. And they played this game on Christmas. No. Yeah, it's, it's Christmas Eve. It's before Christmas. It's, it's the German before, equivalent. It's, yeah, it's Krampus. Krampus. 
Yeah. Krampus, Krampus. Mm-hmm. Um, which is terrifying. Yeah. So what they have is all the kids play mm-hmm. and a bell or a cowbell will ring and Krampus appears and they all go running through the house and they have to find the what, evergreen evergreen stick. Yeah. Um, and you have to hide from Krampus. Otherwise, if you don't get caught by Krampus, find the stick and then he'll disappear. Like You have to show him the stick and then he'll disappear. Yeah. Um, Harry gets roped into playing with got the little boy's name with little billy with little billy, billy. Lo- billy loves three years his, old his aunt little, harriet Her- yeah <laughs> it, he ends up with an ept so it's like harriet oh my harriet. god it's so cute it's very cute um but yeah she gets roped into playing all the other adults don't only one of the other wives i think plays, fiona but it's a fiona plays. i think it's one of her kids yeah mm. So yeah, it's terrifying the way they play this Billy, game because like Billy peed on her. Yeah, she's carrying him the whole time, and he peed on her. He's so scared, and eventually Harry gets his stick um, and shows the Krampus, and it's a dude in a costume, but yeah, like, but they're the using fuck? like they're using like not CGI, but they're having an image put up on a screen, so it makes it look like way scarier than it actually yeah. is. And no one told Harry, like, what it was really about. Like, the fun was not knowing. But the adults all have cameras and, like, they're watching the game happen. And he's just super mad at her. Like, why didn't you tell me it was like that? Like, I'm pregnant. And, yeah, and then, I had to carry this little boy the whole time. And the guy felt her up. Like, the guy that was playing yeah. or whatever, like, pushed her into a wall and was, like, feeling her yeah. up and stuff. Yeah, it was very weird. That part was so random, too, also, because nothing, like, happened about it. No one talked about it afterwards. No, it was very weird. It wasn't even, like, one of the reasons why she was mad at Edward. Yeah, it was... She didn't even bring it up. It was a strange, strange game. So then we get to Christmas, and they all have to play uh, another game. Shocking. Mm -hmm. Lila, who is one of the other brothers girlfriends doesn't have mm-hmm. to play because her she ha- has a son with someone else and she has to go and pick up her son milo she doesn't have to play it and then robert told her that she has to play alone no matter what yeah. and so this game is there's only one winner and there's so many clues like a treasure mm-hmm. hunt basically yeah. everyone has like each, three clues to their prize yes and each prize is no one knows what your prize is unless the like until the winner is like once the winner is has won they get to have their prize and they get to know everyone else's prize and the prizes are the thing everyone needs the most yeah so you get the the, and it's you get the knowledge and it's like weird yeah. st- like crazy stuff it's so weird it's like not just like jewelry. well then you have the knowledge like you could help someone or yeah. you don't have to help someone even though you know exactly what it is they need yeah so it's and kind it's of like a so time weird thing like because you're obviously can... wanting to be the first one to find the prize because yeah, you don't want your deepest darkest secrets to come out yeah and robert it's... knows what her secret is yeah, he kind of like blackmails her on that one. And uh, so they're running around. Everyone knows that she's pregnant. And she, they make her find a dead body. And before Climb that. Climb down a well. Well, and then like Fiona. Water. Fiona, oh, Fiona was 
Oh my god, she was running around outside too, and then with a shovel. I think they, they like bumped into each other or something, and then Fiona and just the went hall, off on her. In. Yeah, and she was like, "Listen, I don't think you'll win, but if um I win, I want you to abort your child." Yeah, and, and Harry's like, "Uh, what the fuck?" And Fiona's like, "Well, right now, my kids are first in line for everything, and if you have a kid with the oldest son, then he's the first heir." And <laughs> yeah, yeah, my kids are gonna get nothing, and yeah, you suck, and the whole yeah. shebang. And I was like, what? Did she just ask this lady to abort her child? Abort her I was child. baffled. Baffled. Yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, she was literally just like, fuck off, Fiona, and then went outside and had to climb down a well. Yeah, so they made her body. climb down a well and made her find Melissa down in the well. And yeah. she goes into the house. Well, then Edward calls her while she's... She's in the maze after she finds Fiona's dead body. In yeah, like hedge maze and like blood everywhere. Yeah, and then she call, then Edward calls her. She's like, oh my god, like something's happened with Fiona. She's like, where are you at? And he's like, I'm in the house. And she's like, is everyone okay in there? And he's like, no, it's not good. It's not okay. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, something's weird is going on. Don't talk to anyone until you find me. Yeah, so then she runs into the house. She finds Eleanor, who's the mother, and and the sister. And the sister. And she, they, everyone's been drugged. Yeah. And so she kind of wakes them up enough to get them mm-hmm. out of the house. And then she gets smacked in the back of the head and she wakes up and Oliver, who is Edward's brother, is deceased next to her. And then she hears commotion in another room and goes in there and there's Edward with a gun to Robert's head, his dad. And I'm like, oh, this. I'm like, this is not gonna end well. (laughs) Then we find out that Edward is not really this very nice guy that we all thought he was, Mm -hmm. which was a good. I I thought that was a good twist. So is it when he was like explaining what he did? Is it did he do it just because he just has this urge to kill? Because I know he was saying it's because they have so much information, but I don't think he loves his family enough to like kill to protect them you know what i mean that's what i was confused about like why but why what was the motive yeah i don't know <laughs> but essentially robert did this whole tape thing because he thought harry could help him get rid of edward yeah and edward knew about harriet's the t- yeah deep dark secret and yeah. wanted her to tell him to to trust him enough to tell him yeah, he thought um, he found someone who also had this thing about them to kill, but he was waiting for her to confess to him so he can trust her with his secret. And she failed the test because she never ended up telling him. And it's this whole thing. Yeah, so I'm trying Does to he find. Ever expl- like, why? Well, this is what this you'll laugh at this. She literally asks him, why did you kill them, Ed? I asked desperate to buy more time for Robert to come around. He studies me for a second before speaking. Why did you kill him? Oh. Edward. So then oh, Edward oh, cool. <laughs> says, he said, my first one was a mistake. And then she goes, but the second wasn't, was it? And he said, the second was necessary. Lucy was there the day he died. She heard everything. I had little choice. Then she said, and Allison, she was your first real girlfriend, wasn't she? Did you have no choice then? He said, yes, I had no choice. I thought I loved her, that she loved me. I tried to tell her everything about Bobby, about Lucy, and I tried to be honest, and she ran from me. And he, so he basically 
had to kill her because he didn't know what she would do or who she might tell with his secret. Okay, at that point, he was protecting himself, I guess. Same with Gianna. He pulled her close in the hope she might be able to uncover how much she knew or suspected. And then we don't, I, I guess we don't know anything about the other ones. So there's that. I don't see anything about Melissa or, oh, here we go. Okay. Why kill Eliza? She was even close to you or Melissa. Eliza asked too many questions about the past, about our family. Matilda is too trusting and Eliza got a little too close to the truth. But she had secrets as bad as yours. Worse, perhaps. And then uh, I don't think there's anything about Melissa. Because mm. she's like, I found Melissa, by the way. Oh, my dang. <laughs> I'm like, she went there. So then she sees that Robert is starting to count down while he's sitting in the chair. And she's like, oh, shit's. Shit's about to go down because yeah. he's, ca- he's counting down to something. And then she sees her yeah. prize because she mm-hmm. she got all three clues. And it said yeah. the ending was under a star. Well, it's yeah. under the star the of the tree, which was kerosene. I think it was kerosene in mm-hmm. the tree as an ornament. I'm like, mm, OK. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so basically she because Edward has doused like the whole entire house with gasoline because he's going to make it look like um everyone died except her and that like yeah he's basically framing her yeah so she lights him on fire first yeah and then his dumbass goes to lay down on the carpet that he just doused with kerosene to try to take the fire out which Mm -hmm. lights him more on fire which as soon as he laid down i was like oh wow Um, okay so everyone makes it out except uh well obviously fiona but we we don't care about her and oliver yeah so that means that the three, their three boys are orphans, but I'm sure the family will take them in. I really have, I think they're oh, going to yeah. be just fine. And Robert has so much money that he made it go out to the news that it was just an accidental fire, just an unfortunate yeah. accident. And then that family takes Harriet in as one of their own. Mm-hmm. And she has little baby Iris. Yeah. yeah. So, and Iris is going to inherit everything if she wants. Everything. Well, and also Edward had made a deal before he died with people, and it he got two point eight billion dollars. Billion. Oh, that's right. He sold his company. So they're gonna be just fine. Mm-hmm. And that's how it ends. Everyone that needed to die dies, and the other ones live happily ever after. I do think it would have been more interesting if no one knew it was Edward. Mm-hmm. if they were just like if robert was like did the tape to be like hey, like suspiciously a bunch of the girls that my family dates ends up dead and yes. this is like my only way to secretly tell you because like i don't know who it is like i don't know who's listening or watching or whatever and then it came out to be edward i kind writing. of i kind of almost wished also that we had kind of more of like an ending for the girls too yeah. The yeah. ones that were deceased. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish there was like like Melissa's family or I don't know. Just Something. I mean, yeah, obviously right now Mother's... they just think they're missing, presumed dead. Yeah, it yeah. makes me sad. Well, I have so, questions. Okay, I'm ready for the questions. What did you think of Robert when he's first introduced? Oh wow! Boom. I thought he was a s- sleazy s- scheme bag. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I didn't like mm-hmm. Robert one. I kind of liked him more at the end, but I did not like him in the beginning. Yeah. He creeped me out very mm-hmm. much. And it creeped me out even more that Harriet was like so into him. I was like, are you yeah. insane? Yeah. <laughs> did you ever question Edward? 
No, I was so naive I reading didn't. this book. I thought yeah. for sure he was one of the good ones. I know the way he was always so hesitant to be around his family in the first place. Yes. I thought maybe he was also just clueless as to what the hell was happening. He really played like a good but, character yeah, of like a long game. Like I can't do no <laughs> wrong. I'm like, what? Yeah. Did you think that Harry and Robert were gonna hook up at some point? You know, I thought it could go there. I thought like during Christmas that it's like when I was talking to Robert, we just got so close. Somehow we ended up close to each other and like something was gonna go down. Yes, I thought it was when all the kids when they were playing well i thought originally it was going to happen at the krumpus game mm. when the lights were out oh she accidentally bumped into rabbit exactly there were some weird details that came up like how the guy playing krumpus felt her up or like even how she was an author how those things were mentioned but not really like used to the full potential and like not really ever mentioned again exactly. it didn't feel like it needed to be integrated like the nanny, like you were saying, the nanny. Yeah. Like that could have been really. Juicy. That could have been a really good, yes. And they mm-hmm. just didn't use it to like their full potential. Yeah. Okay. This question is what really got me. If Robert oh. knew it was Edward murdering and he wanted Edward dead, why couldn't Robert just kill Edward himself? He has enough money to make a whole ass house fire seem like an accident. But he couldn't just hire someone to kill Edward. I think he didn't want to get his hands dirty. I think he didn't want it on his conscience. So he was going to just make Harry do it in case yeah. like it backfired or something. Yep. It's on her hands. Yep. Mm. I don't think he was going to touch him. <laughs> Not one bit. Nope. If you had to play one of the games. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say if you had to kill someone. Oh God. No. No. If you had to play one of the games, which one would you play? I feel like the Krumpus one would make me pee my pants. I mean. <laughs> With the dark and stuff. Yeah. I. I mean, probably, probably the Krumpus one. Yeah, Krumpus one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. that I have like a super dark secret that like would do something. Yeah. I don't have anything like. Weekends. I don't have anything like that. But also, too, like I'm really bad at those like word riddles. Yeah. Probably that one. Because. Also, the Christmas one, like, that makes you, like, go outside. Like, my brain. (laughs) But there's just, the Krumpus game limits it to the house. You don't really have to think too much. I would, you know me, I overthink. I overthink Mm. really badly. Mm. That Christmas game would make me overthink to, like, no end. Yeah. You'd end up somewhere completely else. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So, we're going to go with Krumpus. Even though, like, I would have terrified me. I think we would have won yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be my final answer. What is Krampus game? <laughs> what is Krampus? Ding, ding, ding. Exactly. Will you read more from her? I'm intrigued. I mm-hmm. think, like, I'm not going to go out of my way, but if I saw yeah. it, then I might be like, yeah. Meh. I don't, I, maybe I'll read her more popular backlist one. Yeah. But. Maybe I'll just read whatever her next one turns out to be. Well, yeah, and it's not a it's not a bad book, and I feel no. bad too because she she liked our post that we posted. Oh, did she? Oh, oh I did not recall. 
Yes, and now I can't just... tag her in anything. <laughs> I don't think it was a bad book. I just think that there were some plot things that maybe yeah. could have just worked out a little better and we got some kinks out just because, I don't know, some spots got me and like some places were a little slower and the action didn't keep up at the beginning enough. Yeah. But I read this book so fast. Oh, I did not. Oh, I, it was a little bit hard at the beginning. But once I started reading the back half of it, mm-hmm. I read it in one sitting. Oh, the back half. Yeah. Once I kind of got over that hump. Yeah. And like last night, I was like, I need to I need to read this book. I need to know <laughs> what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I wanted to read it. And so that's why I gave it a four. Because I was like, it, it kept me intrigued enough that like i had to finish i was entertained and that's all i can ask for from a book exactly and the suspense was there and like you really do just want to like get through and be like oh okay how does that connect like oh why is that a thing oh what's the secret and yeah Mm -hmm. it really just kept you going but why couldn't she just fucking listen to the whole goddamn tape out once (laughs) pissed me off uh and i liked too when so because she's a writer and she writes like murder mysteries she's got a Mm -hmm. police friend i want more of him and (laughs) she was like she was like trying to like talk to him about the tape but like not talk to him about the tape yeah and he was just like well i would be screaming at the book make a second tape make a second tape and she was like why didn't you record it yeah, she was like, okay, that's good. That's good. And then she accidentally recorded over the first half anyways. Yeah. So it didn't even matter. Yeah. yeah. But hey, I thought I <laughs> am very excited for next week's. Oh, yeah. We have The Perfect Child by Lucinda Berry. Um, reading about some evil kid. Or yes. kids. Not 100% sure. No, but, it's yeah. just one. It's just one kid. It's just one kid. So one I've kid. read... Yeah, I've read, um, where am I at? I'm almost to the, th- oh, I'm almost finished with chapter one, but it's, it's pretty good so far. So it's about a Christopher and Hannah, they're a surgeon and a nurse and they cannot have children. Her uterus is inhospitable. Mm-hmm. And so when a six-year-old abandoned child turns up at the hospital that they work at, Christopher forms an instant connection with her mm-hmm. and Hannah like they want to take her home but Janie is the child's name and she's mm-hmm. no ordinary child and she's she's got some mental problems uh-huh. and so she's the child's very devoted to Christopher and she acts out in disturbing ways directing all her rage at Hannah and so it starts to form like the cracks between Christopher and Hannah in their uh-huh. marriage and kind of putting them against each mm. other and they like find out about the truth about Janie's past and all of that stuff and so mm-hmm. the prologue is the prologue is the caseworker in the oh. police like holding room okay. talking about Hannah and Christopher and like the family she was like I had no idea this would happen and like all this stuff and the police okay. were like well the crime scene was really bad and like all that yeah it's cr- and I'm like what's going on also um the author is a trauma psychologist and a leading researcher in childhood trauma oh i didn't know she's a doctor so this is going to be a fun it's going to be good in the sense of she knows what Mm -hmm. she's writing about so i'm very creepy kid (laughs) 
<laughs> she uses her clinical experience to create disturbing psychological thrillers, blurring the line between say, fiction and I non-fiction. I think this is also classified as horror. I know a lot of her other books are also classified horror. I have so heard this book is very, is very creepy. Dope. Very stupid. Um, we forgot. We forgot yeah. to do my. We forgot oh, to do my. Oh yeah, get them one stars. I'm excited because since this was a book of the month, mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people have gotten their grubby little hands on this book. So I'm sure there's gonna be a good mix of reviews here. <laughs> we need to think of a name for this little segment someday. Okay, so on Goodreads it is a 3.90 stars. 43,276 ratings. That's lower than I thought it'd be. Let's go into the one star. I don't expect thrillers to be based in reality, but there was little to no logic behind anything that happened in this story. Um, Someone rated it, girl, you did not have a mince pie at Rockefeller Center. (laughs) Okay. The cover is more exciting than the story ends up being. Um, Someone else wrote, my God, what was that? My God. (laughs) Uh, Someone just wrote, idiotic. That's it. Uh Oh. Uh, Another person, slow, boring, stupid. This is not a psychological thriller. (laughs) This is not even in the same zip code. (laughs) God damn. Oh, my God. No, this book was offensively bad. Oh. Oh, my gosh. This is from October. Okay, this is my favorite one. This one, oh, I'm ending this book, or I'm ending this segment on this one. Ready or not, this is not. <laughs> That's a good one. That's good. Ready or not, this is not. Um, and that comment was by a lovely lady named Shelby five months ago. Thank you, Shelby. That was. Thank you. That was fantastic. Literary art, that sentence. Oh, wow. That was ready or not. This is not. <laughs> this is not. Okay. I think I want to use that in my daily life. <laughs> I think so. Can you make Let a sticker? Me. I need a sticker. Ready or not. Ready or not. This is not. This is not. <laughs> I love it. I looked up the books that were offered on Book of the Month for mm-hmm. October. Because mm-hmm. I'm curious. Because I thought there'd be a lot more readers from that. Oh, yes. Um, but... It was The Family Game, okay. Sign Here, I can't read the author, Claudia. I don't know that. Oh, I don't know books. that book. Sign Here is, I think it's about like a demon thing, oh. trying to recruit people to come to hell. I think it was like lighthearted, uh, not mystery, but it was meant to be a little comedic, I'm pretty sure. Okay. It's a paranormal fiction. Um, okay. There was Thistlefoot, which was a fantasy, I think that had to... Do, I've, like, heard of, I've heard of this one, but yeah. Uh, Foul Lady Fortune um, by Chloe Gong. Okay. Hester, a historical fiction. Um, the Foul Lady Fortune was a YA. Jacqueline in Paris, a historical fiction. And As Long as the Lemon Trees Grow, which was a YA by a debut huh. author. Which that one I heard was really good. I've not heard that book. And has made people cry. I own it. Oh. <laughs> Huh. I don't do it. I don't own. I have. You have Thistlefoot, don't you? Trees. I have Thistlefoot. I want sign here. I've heard good things about it. Um, but yeah, I guess. I mean, those are a lot of options to choose from. 
So maybe people just weren't feeling the thriller. Hmm, oh, maybe, maybe they went a little spooky because it was October. So maybe they went with like the demon one oh. or the Thistlefoot folklore one. That makes sense because I was like, why mm-hmm. is there no romance? Okay, October. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. That, that part just clicked in my head. I was like, why? Usually they do. Usually they do, they do romance. Um, okay. That makes soon sense. we're going to be scheduling out the summer months book reads. And I've found out that there is like a book readathon thingy. That is Halloween themed and it's called Summerween since it's like halfway to Halloween. So I'm going to figure out which weekend that is and okay. participate. That'd be Get fun. Spooky vibes. Wow. Spooky vibes. Love it. Love it. Little spooky stories around the campfire. Where we have our flashlight. flashlight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Up <Yeah>. our nose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. If you want to know what else we're reading, you can check out our Instagram at Baby Dags Podcast, where we have our schedule up. We also have links to where else on the internet we are, like our Goodreads. You can see what books we have. Boomy, why are you chirping? Do you hear him? Yeah, he's got a lot to say, too. He's He's also like, I am also by the door. Oh, you cannot see them. But yeah, you can check out our Goodreads, see what books we have, what we're reading, if we're doing anything else on there. Um, still a TikTok. It's probably still active. We don't know. Fun fact that TikTok was banned in Montana. Which TikTok? Like the app TikTok banned in Montana. Oh shit. I didn't yeah. actually think okay. anyone was gonna go through with that. That's what in Fun. Montana? Yeah, Montana. I mean, Fun ban it in one state. Like if I, I were know. to cross into Montana, does it shut oh. off? Also, how, how do you know it's like it? not on my phone? I don't know. Already that, that can be a that Is can it be gonna a be like tangent. um when Oh, what is that? Flap, Flappy Bird? Oh, Flappy Bird. Like Flappy how Bird people were selling it. phones that had Flappy Bird on it for super Oh my god, expensive. maybe. Honestly, Instagram and Facebook has TikTok videos anyways half the time. I was going to say, they Hell, just reposted I, on there. I've seen American fun, AFV. I've seen them post have yeah. things from yeah. TikTok. So I'm like, nah. Everyone has a TikTok. I don't understand. It, yeah, it's a whole thing. But yes, mm. so we'll mm. post something on there at some point. One day. Someday. Um, Someday. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's about it. Follow us wherever you're listening to this podcast. And thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye, guys.